0: What's happening, y'all? Welcome back to the Vintage Dow Podcast. My name is Mohammed Kairisman, and I'm here with my co-host Alex of My Thrift Deal. Uh, make sure to follow us at Secondhand Scoops and at My Thrift Deal, and of course at Vintage Dow if you want to stay connected. I'm so grateful, and I'm so excited for this upcoming episode. Today, we'll be talking about DeFi or decentralized finances. Before we jump into it. Uh, Alex, you want to start with a quick definition on just kind of what decentralized finances is? Like, what is this? Like, what, what, what's, what's decentralized finances, Alex?
1: <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you. So yeah, DeFi, is the short term for it, decentralized finance is a long term. But basically, you know, the definition is a blockchain based financial system that doesn't rely on a central point of control. You know, if you look at a lot of banks or other government regulated entities, they all rely on like one central point of control, one central input of money into them. So in DeFi, it kind of flips that on its head. Instead of being based on one person, it's based on a peer-to-peer network. And all these peer-to-peer networks, they rely on decentralized currencies or cryptocurrencies to facilitate different transactions on them.
0: And more than and more than anything, uh, I just want to add in that uh, decentralized finances will probably keep on repeating DeFi, decentralized finances throughout the rest of these episodes. Uh, and again. As we are breaking this down, I just want everyone to remember that it's going to take more than one time hearing it, one time watching it. If you need to rewind, feel free to rewind. I know you're like, what? A blockchain-based financial system? What the heck? It's okay. As a reminder, as a reminder, yo, more than anything, a lot of what we're going to be discussing this episode are characteristics of DeFi. More than anything, decentralized finances and DeFi is a idea, a mentality on how to approach our relationship with any type of finances and currency um but first and foremost uh would you like to jump into why DeFi, or would we like to jump into the applications on how to use DeFi first what you think and alex
1: perfect yeah i'd love to talk more about it and for me you know i need to know the why i need to know how is this relevant in my life like why should i care about this etc so DeFi. This was really the the thing that got me into crypto. A couple years ago, you know, as as a lot of us in vintage know, you don't have a lot of money saved up necessarily. You know, your cash is tight, your cash is valuable, and it's hard to get a loan at a bank or really from anywhere if you don't have the right type of requirements to qualify for that. So DeFi, when this came around, I was really interested. It was really relevant to me. And essentially within DeFi, because it's peer-to-peer and because it's all run through the blockchain, there's no discrimination on DeFi there's no discrimination at all. And it's not like a predatory loan in any way. When you think about the housing crisis and how that all came to be, there's none of that going on. In DeFi, it's just a matter of, do you have the collateral? like Do you have money to put up to then get a loan on that? And it's as easy as that. It's open 24 seven. It's all around the world. So if you're on a Sunday and you have payroll the next day, or you got bills to pay the next day and you know, this isn't free money. Again, this is still a loan, but you have the ability to get that loan at any time you want using a couple different applications that we'll talk about later in this video. And again, th- this is revolutionary in the U.S. Again, we're pretty fortunate. A lot of us are—I wouldn't say spoiled, but just fortunate—that we have good banking systems, we have good streets to drive on to get to the banks, we have stable internet to access our banks online. That's not the that's case. Not, for-
0: everywhere. That not everywhere. That is not but everywhere. That is not everywhere.
1: And you think about in the Middle East for women in particular, it's illegal for a lot of women in certain places in the Middle East to even own a bank account, let alone go to the bank. So for a lot of women in Middle East, and we've seen this in crypto right now, they're able to open up their own accounts in crypto. They're able to get paid for their services for wherever they work in crypto. And using DeFi, they can act as their own bank and deposit that money. They can earn interest on the money that they're depositing. They can borrow against the money that they're depositing. It's truly opening up new things to these women in the Middle East that was no was never possible prior to DeFi.
0: Decentralized finances is actually why I also got into crypto. When I first started learning about cryptocurrency, I was kind of on the fence for a lot of different reason um, reasons, I should say. Like I was just not sure necessarily what it was, how it worked. I was familiar a little bit with the criticisms on crypto because of like the environmental costs and whatnot but i didn't necessarily understand it in detail or like where it was or what it was um but i remember when i first started talking about alex about decentralized finances him giving examples of uh DeFi systems being made in place to kind of equalize the playing field you know what i mean like people that were uh, uh former convicts or have a prior history like might not always be able to borrow or gain money or get lending from a money from a bank but decentralized finances like doesn't discriminate on that like if you have the collateral to put in if you have something to liquidate like for these DeFi applications um as a safety then you're able to utilize it you're able to be in this space and the instant access was incredible and i know We talked a little bit about it off-camera, but it's like present examples is like what's happening presently with the Russian and Ukraine uh, conflict right now. Like there are people that don't feel safe with their own nation's currency, um, and are like diving further and further into crypto. And so, like just seeing like these DeFi ideas, mentality, decentralized financial finances mentality, being used in real-world cases in all types of different spaces, like. It just lets me know that this this idea of peer to peer finances, this idea of decentralizing our financial banking relationship, I guess, um, is revolutionary. Because I don't know, it's crazy. This is this is genuinely crazy, and I'm super excited to. We are super excited to share with you how to utilize this. Yeah.
1: Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. No, it's it's again. You might need to rewind. You might need a minute to soak it all in. You probably will yeah, need to take a couple minutes to soak it in because it's everything going on in crypto this is the next like the next revelation of technology it's the next evolution of technology this peer to peer network for money supply is like something we've never seen before and so it's okay if it takes time to digest it it's okay if it doesn't make sense at first but truly i think the more that you start to familiarize yourself with it the more exposure that you give yourself to defi Specifically, it's amazing. There, there's really no reason why you shouldn't use it. For me, I don't, I don't want to put my money in the bank at a 0.01% savings rate. I can deposit that same exact money as a stablecoin. And I'll talk about what a stablecoin is in a second here. But I can deposit the same money that I would put into the bank into a, a decentralized finance application, also referred to as a DAP. So if you hear us say DAP, it's decentralized application for finance. And I can deposit that money there and earn way more interest than I would have gotten out of bank, and I trust. Honestly, I trust the the peer to peer networks more than I trust the banks too. It's just because of that
0: blockchain, Alex. It's the blockchain. Yes,
1: sir. Yes, sir. But yeah, I said I said stablecoin. I'm sure for a lot of you, you don't know what a stablecoin is yet, but it is exactly what it sounds like. A stablecoin is a cryptocurrency that's pegged to a dollar. So no matter what, it's going to stay at one dollar. And this is pretty paramount to a lot of the different DeFi applications. There needs to be some type of a currency that doesn't suffer from any volatility. It's not prone to any price hikes or, decrease or decreases Excuse me, in any of the price movements. A stablecoin will use the USDC, which is the US dollar coin. And that is what is pegged to a dollar. There's some other ones like DAI, which is actually the true kind of decentralized stablecoin. But for our purposes today, to keep it a little more simple, we're just going to talk about USDC and how that's just how that's relevant to the defi ecosystem. So I mentioned prior, you know, let's say I had $5,000 in the bank. It's the, it's earning 0.01% interest rate. I can take that $5,000. Using Coinbase, I can convert that to USDC. So it's still $5,000. It's not going to go up, it's not going to go down, but then I can take that money and deposit it into some of these dapps where I can earn up to 5%, 10% interest rate even for that same $5,000. And again, whether Ethereum goes up, whether Bitcoin goes up or down, wherever the price moves, those stable coins are stuck to a dollar. And it's it's really nice. It's useful because if you're an investor in crypto or you're a trader in crypto, let's say you want to lock in some profits, but you don't want to take that money off the blockchain. You don't want to like put that money back into your bank account because you want to continue to use it in the crypto ecosystem. You would sell those gains or swap those gains, I should say, into USDC and it's locked in. So, you know, for taxes throughout the year, every time you make money on a trade, in theory, the smart move would be to put aside however much your tax liability is in USDC. So come the end of the year, whether crypto is up or down, you know, you're still going to have that money to pay for your taxes too.
0: And as a friendly reminder to everybody that's listening right now, this is absolutely not financial advice Please to everyone and their legal teams, this is not financial advice. This is simply a different perspective <laughs> on how you can look at it from our opinions and our yes. limitations <laughs> as people. So take it with a grain of salt, but use it to start your understanding if you need it.
1: So yeah, we, we've heard a lot about, you know, stable coins, dApps, DeFi. Couple of these buzzwords, but you know where do you where do you actually do DeFi? (laughs) Like where where can I actually go and apply these things I'm learning? There's two main apps that I'm going to talk about today: Compound and Aave. And I'll put the the uh, URLs to those in the in the description below. So Compound and Aave these are the number one and number two. Actually, Aave is number one, Compound's number two. Decentralized finance applications. There's over twelve billion dollars of money that's deposited in Aave right now. $12 $12 billion. Just let that sink in for a minute. Again, $12 billion of money from peer-to-peer networks of people around the world that is deposited into this application that the technology is using to facilitate loans instantly for people around the world. If your mind isn't blowing, I don't know, maybe you need to change the podcast or something because to me, like I get chills when I talk about this. It's so crazy. It's so crazy right now you could go on to ave and this is what i'm doing personally i have money deposited in ave i'm earning interest on the money i'm not even borrowing against it right now i'm just i simply have money deposited into these apps and i'm earning interest on them passively if i wanted to i could borrow money and i could have and like you know maybe 60% to 70% of the collateral i can borrow against and have that in my account within 2 minutes more or less no matter what time of the day no matter what day of the week no matter anything these services are always there that is the beauty of decentralization that is the beauty of blockchain it's always there for you it's always accessible and it does not discriminate so you can do it at any time any place anywhere so we l- we learned about some of the dapps there's some other parts to defi you know defi is really a concept it's not one thing that you can just point to it's a concept and another part of defi that's critical to the whole ecosystem Are these exchanges the places where you swap one token for another token? So if you ever see the term DEX, D E X, that stands for a decentralized exchange, and the number one decentralized exchange is Uniswap. So we've talked about Uniswap a little bit in our other videos, but Uniswap is the number one decentralized exchange. Anybody can put any token onto Uniswap that they want, and you know if it's not a popular token, if it doesn't have a lot of volume, they will give you a a warning like, "Hey, be careful." You know we don't see a lot of activity on this token so proceed with caution it won't tell you that for the popular coins but again anybody can make a crypto put it onto this decentralized exchange which is very different from coinbase for example on coinbase they are vetting the coins that they allow you to trade on there it's not decentralized because they are the central point of authority on what coins get to go there and what does it and in crypto you know it's all about decentralization so you need that decentralized exchange uniswap is the number one decentralized exchange where you can swap any token for another token that's on the ethereum network
0: and people are gonna be asking yo this sounds kind of pretty legit but uh what's the cons though you know what i'm saying like what's what's the things we need to be aware of uh more than anything from my understanding of DeFi so far and what uh What Alex has been sharing with me, it seems like the biggest thing that you need to be aware of is to much like your normal finances, your normal banking in a a centralized financial system, in a DeFi uh, or a decentralized financial system to make sure to not overextend yourself, make sure you are aware of how much you have, because if you are in a place where your banking is not healthy, like they will liquidate your collateral. Um, to put you in that healthier zone. You know what I'm saying? So you're kind of not in the red of, uh, of your finances. But more than anything, take everything we say with a grain of salt. If you need to rewind it, feel free to rewind it. Today, we talked a little bit about what DeFi is, what Decentralized Finances is, which is um, a peer-to-peer uh, financial system that relies on blockchain technology uh, rather than being facilitated through a financial institution. Uh, it's that's one big aspect of it. We talked a little bit about the DApps or the DeFi apps, um, like Aave and Compound, um, in terms of utilizing and uh, utilizing DeFi technology. We talked about why me and Alex are into DeFi a little bit: the accessibility, the free, the financial freedom, the instant access, and just the. Non-discriminatory <laughs> framework of DeFi in general, you know what I mean? Like, like that is, I don't know, man. Like, respectfully, respectfully, that is so important. Like, just being able to use the system without it, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, looking at you weird, side eyeing you. You know what I'm saying? Like, those non-tangible microaggressions. uh It doesn't exist in this DeFi world. uh More than anything, you're kind of humbled and put into a place where you're utilizing like anyone else is able to utilize it. Of course, all of our circumstances are different and move at the pace that you feel is right. But DeFi is a revolutionary like technological advancement. Um, and the fact that there there's billions of dollars like being utilized from peer to peer usage of this, like that's insane to me. Um, please take some time to rewatch this episode, to send it out to a friend if you enjoy it, I'm gonna pass it to Alex to see if he has any closing notes, but more than anything, like I'm grateful y'all listen up to this far. Like if you listen to up to here, like we really, really, really want to thank y'all for real,
1: for real, for real. Yeah. Thank you for listening this much. Yeah, you know, I hope this was valuable for you to learn about as always, Muhammad and I are available at any time, any place, anywhere. Shoot us a DM on Instagram for myself, my thrift deal for Muhammad at secondhand scoops. Do your own research. This is not financial advice let me get those in there. But really, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful system that it's a beautiful system what DeFi is, and it works perfectly. It's all blockchain technology based. It communicates with everything else you're doing on the blockchain. And again, just do your own research, learn a little bit more about this before you put your own money in. And I'm always happy to help. Mohammed's always happy to help. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the third episode here. What is DeFi?
0: And go follow Vintage Dow. Go follow Vintage Dow. Go get your Vintage Punk. And go follow <laughs> Vintage Dow on Instagram. Check us out on Discord. Connect with us. Reach out.